0: Hello and thank you for downloading this most recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast. Before we start the show tonight, we wanted to give everybody a word of warning that each episode produced by Movie Guys Podcast is for a mature audience. You have been warned. Also, all of our reviews are spoiler-filled. So if you have not seen the film that we're going to talk about tonight, turn off the show and come back when you're ready to listen. Thank you so much for downloading, and we hope you enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another awesome episode of Movie Guys Podcast, and tonight we're talking about uh, Ready or Not, I'm so excited to talk about this one. I'm Jordan, and I'm joined here, like always, with Eric and Ryan. Got your name right that time. How are you doing tonight, Eric?
1: You know, you sound just as excited as Grace did when she was about to pick a family game in this movie. That's uh, uh, basically what this was. I I feel that it was a good representation that she is like the audience. She is you, and just eye-rolling, just like, okay, what the hell is this? And... Instead, we we got a, a an, the most intense game of hide and seek ever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What are your thoughts, Ryan? Is that, is that a sum it up?
2: Pretty much, yeah. Like it's got I, one of the things I appreciated about the movie is that it, it is as we uh, we were talking about before we we started recording. It is a it's a comedy. It has it's a it, even handed comedy and horror elements, and I, I appreciate that she. Does like she brings a, a bit of um, apprehension to the the concept and the like the, the conceit of the movie is that you have these adults who are doing an initiation through a child's game.
1: Well, it, already like the the story seems to be a bit ridiculous because the La Domas family is that
2: Lost Domas, I think.
1: Les, Les, yeah, uh, I guess the like the grandfather had done some sort of bet. Or, or Wager or something like that with... I, I, We can assume that the devil... The devil or... What's the guy's name? Something like... LaBale. Like LaBale, yeah.
2: Uh, Mr. Lebail.
1: And he... The grandfather then won like a box that's able to do black magic, right? And he's also able to get the secrets of how to make a huge fortune off of... What? Games, right? Yeah. Board game fortune?
2: Yep, yeah, he, he made his fortune... Uh, over on games was a uh, it was a, a a card game LaBelle's Gambit I think is the first one they show you Yeah Yeah and that's what started the uh the whole Las Domas uh enterprise with the with the games but like he he built his fortune on games because he won a game with Mr against Mr LaBelle.
1: So, yeah, uh, and from there, now you have a very uh, waspy-type family who is uh, hyper-superstitious and feel like they need to do this. Otherwise, that fortune is going to be gone. Well, uh, or something will happen to the family, which we'll get to.
2: One of the things I, I was lost, uh, like, I tried to figure it out, thinking back on after I, like, after I saw the movie, I don't think they really explain the whole. Like they, they do explain. Like they have to sacrifice her because Mr. LaBelle requires a sacrifice. But I don't understand why, because it seems that the only time they have the human sacrifice uh, is with the hide and seek. Because when they talk, because when they're when they're doing the scene where they bring her into um, the the game room where they have the round table, and they have the empty chair for Mr. LaBelle, and like she has to pick. Or like they yeah they pass around the box and she has to pick the card game. Um, Finch, uh, who is the brother-in-law, says that he he was initiated with a game of old maid. But like I they they had to win right they had to win those games to get into the family.
1: Yeah, and it's it's different for every person, right? So it's almost like uh, because it's a random card that they put in. Yeah, and. Uh, were they giving some other examples like uh, of of the games? Like she got to pick, Grace got to pick hide and seek. But um, who was the uh, uh, oh, one of them picked? A, like they were the examples like of different games that didn't seem to be like a truth or dare type of thing. You know, checkers. Somebody checkers, played checkers. Yeah, simple games, right? And they just did to yeah. be like, oh, well, okay. But th- you still want to know like what these games are because if they're simple as hide and seek, then there has to be some sort of element to them you'd imagine some sort of demonic element.
2: Yeah. But I'm just confused. Like, cause how do you get into the family then? Cause it, it does the, does the sac like the human sacrifice element carry over to like when Finch talks about playing the old, uh, playing old maid to get in when um, the sister-in-law uh, Daniel's wife uh, talks about, she had to play checkers to get in. They had to win those games. So I don't understand why. Cause if she wins, cause the whole thing is great. They have to kill grace before dawn and sacrifice her or else they, mr labelle will kill them
1: right i yeah I, i'm willing to forgive a lot in this movie just for the the sheer fun of it um obviously because it's just one of those silly movies where you don't have to too much so um yeah that's a big plot hole or question the other one is a lot of it in in the character development because you have a lot of these characters who will say one thing and then do the exact opposite in like the next scene almost i think uh alex did that a lot her the fiance uh alex,
2: alex. that was his name i was trying to. i got thinking his name is Corey. alex was it was
0: a name. looks Corey, like right? a Corey, yeah but that's
1: just you know with the movie like this, same with like like Happy Death Day, like just remove a lot of these these plot holes or questions or or tropes and just have a fun time with it because the movie is silly enough already. Like given that plot point uh, of how the family got to where they are, it's silly enough. So let's just play some hide and seek.
0: But the problem though is is, is why I was so frustrated when I saw this movie, guys. Is what what was great about. A happy Death Day is that it was something fresh to the genre. It was something that was fresh and new. With with ready or not, no wonder why it was had a budget of six million. It only gross 13. It's it's been there, done that, right? We've all seen this movie before. I was I was literally not to show my hand too soon, I was bored out of my mind. What's what it really
1: people were, were comparing this movie to like uh like a screaming clue.
0: No, fuck of, no. Those dirt. people are those people are idiots. Absolutely not.
1: Well, Jordan, what what um movie
2: would you would you compare this to to to, to support the Ben there done that argument? I'm not I'm not saying you're wrong. I like I, there's nothing revolutionary about this movie at all. But I just want to like get a further analysis of what you're
0: I guess I can't give you a definitive movie that I've seen in the past to answer that question. I know deep down in my brain when i watched this movie i'm like i have seen the story somewhere somehow maybe a family guy rip off maybe something with screen maybe, maybe you, you could say the most know,
1: dangerous game like the yeah. most dangerous
0: game uh, lord of the flies i don't know i just i have just seen this before or uh, maybe not they, lord of the
1: flies what's the uh, what's the movie we saw uh, last
0: year the uh, don't don't the the don't, don't breathe don't breathe there. Yeah, that was that was last year. Yeah. Which was this is like don't I, it's it's just a been there, done that. It was nothing new. You know, like, you know, like one of the fun horror movies that we reviewed in the past was uh, was it was uh It follows. It was something uh new to the genre. It added something new and it was entertaining. This does nothing.
2: Well, see here's the thing. I'm not a big fan of It Follows, and that like It Follows is kind of uh I have this thing where a lot of people put like leech on, like on leech. They latch on to something that's that feels fresh and new, but I don't. I don't think that movie is all that great. Sure. Like I, I agree. Like it does something that we have not, we're not used to seeing. We have not seen from popular horror movies in a while, but just because it's new and fresh doesn't necessarily make it good.
0: Oh, movie, I totally.
2: The movie I would compare this one to is Your Next. I think it's from 2013.
0: I do the pig mask on the cover.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. Because like uh, both, both movies, they, I mean, granted your next is more of an, uh, it develops into a more of an on the nose sort of satire or, or, uh, examination of, of the slasher flicks in general. Um, than this one does, but they're, they're both, they both have equal amounts of comedy and horror. And they both have at certain points in the, in their, in the respective movies, jarring tonal shifts.
1: Isn't that what this shift or what that change is out of this? I mean, Jordan, if you're saying that you've seen movies like this before, uh, the ones that you gave examples of are ones that took themselves a lot more seriously, more horror-core-centric. This is comedy first, in my opinion. Like This is uh, um, kind of something that we're starting to see a little bit more of now, where this this mix, because we see it a lot with, uh, with the comic book movies now, too. You're mixing action and comedy. Now we're mixing uh, uh, horror and comedy. We're getting more of this too. Uh, I wonder
2: if you can uh, attribute some of the, the this trend to a sort of growing, like, commonly accepted sense of cynicism.
0: There is no trend. I mean, the only trend that you're talking about is Happy Death Day. Guys, this movie is a fucking bomb.
2: Well, I'm not talking it's, about. I'm, I'm not Captain talking about just Woods? this movie. I'm sorry, I, I don't mean to talk over everybody. I'm not talking about this movie specific. I'm talking about like in movies, like American movies in general, where everything has almost everything has a hint of comedy to it now. Sure,
1: but I th- mean, like Cabin in the Woods, the, the the Joss Whedon movie. Remember that? Yeah. One? The, that's another movie that would just be, or, or shit, even Evil Dead, the the second one, and Army of yeah. Darkness. Like the, you have again this this new type of, uh, and those I'd are, say aren't new movies in the least. Those are older movies, but. They're there, you know. Like sure. it, it does exist. The, the, They're there. Comedy.
0: It, it does it does Dale exist, Tucker, but I, I guess
1: evil is, is another one.
0: maybe I don't want to say it's 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 something as simple as the title or read the synopsis, but it's like you know something with ready or not. I don't know. I mean, like when I walk into a movie theater and I'm gonna watch Happy Death Day, I have an expectation of what this movie is gonna be. You know, uh, Evil Dead 2, like you said. Dead by Dawn, I have an expectation. Cabin in the Woods, I have an expectation. This is called Ready or Not. This is so bleak.
1: What what I, is your expectation? What if am you're I talking getting? your expectation for all those other movies? Then please tell me what is what is your bar set for this movie?
0: I think my reaction is because of something that you, you do a lot. Uh, is I didn't watch the trailer. This was not going to be on our schedule. This came out of nowhere on our schedule. So I haven't even seen a trailer. I was not prepared. I haven't done any research. I walked into the movie theater blind. What am I watching? I thought Margot Robbie was in the movie for some reason. I don't know why I thought that. And I walk in this, I'm just like, oh, this is shit. I, I did, There was just no expectation. And, ex- and then the result was, been there, done that. Uh, hey, this kind of reminds me of Get Out in a way for some reason. Maybe because of the crazy family, I don't know. Maybe because of the wine and the drugging. I don't know. It's just it's just shit that I didn't think was good. And again, like I said, to shut up for a minute here, six million dollars and it's gross 13. This movie has no audience. You guys told me this thing has 89% around tomatoes. 13 million. This this movie, nobody gives a fuck.
1: You know, watch it. It'll it'll probably do a uh, do a slow creep. But again, these are horror movies. Don't you know? Typically, in in history, horror movies are not the greatest for for doing big budget blockbusters. You know, you'll have every once in a while you'll have like an it Uh, uh that that will come come along. But like even then, like uh, horror movies don't typically boom at the box office. What name one before it?
0: Uh name one before it that was Boom at the box office, uh Scream. Uh yes, the, Saw, Signs of the lambs But Son's uh it, Saw Saw was not as financial success like a Saw was a not like as a, a big financial film. success. I mean like it was a financial success for what they were like, hey, we're gonna make this movie for a million dollars and see what happens. But it wasn't like it kind of territory. Scream would be it territory back in the day, nineteen ninety six.
1: So you have some some pull there. So every once in a while you'll have uh, these are I'm just pointing out the gaps in between these movies, whether it be Scream, uh, or or something like James Wan, who's built up an audience because The Conjuring was really good, and we all it was the other one, Insidious. Those had to have been Insidious. I mean, those did uh, pretty well.
0: The Friday Thirteenth, two thousand nine remake made almost made nine hundred twenty five million dollars. Nine hundred twenty five. Double check me, and make sure I'm right. That is Not, absolutely
2: wrong. No, it, it, um, it was nine hundred
0: twenty. It was nine. 92 million maybe something no, like
2: that friday the 13th remake in 2009 um made i think it made 43 million or 34 or 43 million dollars opening weekend and then its final gross domestically i don't know international but domestically was less than double that i think it was like 67 million
0: okay
1: well if this movie was made for six million then i i would imagine that most of it uh, probably went into uh, After Effects and Andy McDowell's paycheck.
0: Mm-hmm. That's the only thing.
1: Yeah, it kind of has to be it because I'd imagine that Adam Brody is just like happy to be yes there. To whatever, right now, uh, including Shazam, right? Then, he was in Shazam.
2: Yes, yeah. he was. He was he, yes, was. he was one of the
1: kids. Uh, the, the super uh, egos to to one of the kids okay when one of the kids tur- when all the orphans the foster kids all turn into superheroes
2: well but, i haven't seen it yet so thank you for that thank you appreciate that you haven't cool.
0: seen shazam near part of the movie guys universe
2: idiot sir i was poor a couple months ago
1: i that's not my to problem it to you but uh also the entire time bruce willis is dead uh that might be a big one too also <laughs>
2: why why are you trying to ruin die hard for me
1: also the titanic sinks. what was uh, it also the, the, titanic the, sink. the titanic does sink at the end of the movie that's uh that was a heartbreaker uh but wait what are you talking about their hearts go on <laughs> see
2: exactly
1: this is why uh um in good faith we have something like this we we might get a sequel to ready or not then right we can get more bored No. Games.
0: No, no more. They sequel, made Happy no Death
1: Day Ball two, Game. and they introduced a whole timeline, uh, a whole alternate reality universe uh, theory. Now, so now we're we're guaranteed uh, a, lot, a lot of six birthdays now for Happy Happy Death Day, or six probably. Days. But but uh,
0: this, but Ready or Not's not making Happy Death Day money though.
1: No. So
0: no, I mean, like, there's gonna be not. nothing. I mean, like, and this chick does look like Margot Robbie, so it's like, I mean, who's in this movie? I mean, like, if they had, if they had like a Jennifer Lawrence or a Margot Robbie or one of the hit A-list stars in this movie, that maybe it'll do something. I'm like, that's why the, another reason why this movie has no clout uh, when it comes to the box office. Because who's the fucks in this movie? Uh,
1: you know what? To her credit, and I'm hoping that you can back me up on on this, uh, both of you being uh, horror movie fans, of course. But uh, Samara Weaving, uh, again, I've hoping saying the first name, Samara. Samara, sure. Um, when it comes to horror movies, one thing you gotta have is if you got a good scream, then it works. I think she's got an awesome scream for a horror movie. Now, often can you nail that? There's been few movies, I think, a horror movie where you have a scream queen that is able to do it right. Um, and I think I think she nailed it. The only one they could think of is remember at the end of Saw, um, that the guy.
0: Yeah, you know, the, the, the photographer. Clothes?
1: That scream was fucking awesome too. But there's you know how many times are you it's few and far between that you get a nice a, a true scream queen like this
0: yeah, no uh i will not with you on that uh this this is a nice scream queen she's in the same she's on the same team as Jamie Lee Curtis maybe she's on the bench she's there she's there and i and i and i enjoyed that i just i don't know like this this movie threw me for a loop and I, I, I walked out of there disgusted because like horror, I thought was going to get a Renaissance with the original happy death day. And I feel like it's going back to bullshit again. Um, When it comes to this kind of storytelling, I think, I think there's two different kinds of horror nowadays, guys. I don't know if you agree with me on this one, like mainstream. We got like the it horror, you know, cause we're going to get Dr. Sleep coming out later on this year. The, we're gonna be reviewing we have like that hard r yeah but you know
1: i yeah i I mean people
0: people also say that signs of the Lambs was a thriller so uh but anyway um you have like this hard r adult horror that's really financially successful and then you have this this tween horror which is like happy death day and ready or not and i i really love happy death day but this is in the same category. And it's just th- this movie is just never going to be talked about. This movie is just garbage. It's junk food. It's, it's just junk food. It means nothing. The actors mean nothing. The direction means nothing. It was like, hey, I got an idea. Let's- hey, everybody, I got an idea. We just watched this movie called Tag with Ed Helms. Great, fun movie. Awesome. They turned a kid's game into a fun adult game. Let's do that, but let's kill people. So let's do Tag meets Battle Royale which is the third cousin of Hunger Games. Let's go. And that's what this was. It was a dog show.
2: You know, I didn't realize just how dramatic Jordan was until now.
1: When, it's a show, motherfucker. Hates, God damn it. When he hates, that dude hates, man.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, show.
0: Show.
1: <laughs> the the Man, writing Ron. credits uh, on this are not anything to be desired either. It looks like these oh, guys, oh I uh, guess
0: I'm dramatic now because the writing credits don't even matter.
1: Well they, they don't I mean they, it's, it's two writers uh, they haven't really done much.
0: Um, let me guess one did SpongeBob.
1: It looks like they both worked on the movie Wrong turn. Remember that one Thank
0: you. Thank you for proving me right dramatic my ass fuck yourself Ryan
1: uh, I don't know if maybe that's where they, they found out but eh, all right then Gotta start yeah somewhere. no
0: uh, yeah wrong turn is the is the killer rednecks
1: the uh, elisha deuce coup movie right
0: yeah no yeah there's like there's like six of those movies so congratulations you got the writers of wrong turn for your stupid $16 million writers, movie. They just
1: worked on it. They're militia. Oh, they just worked
0: on it. They were like, they're like production assistants they or something. So
1: that's what it says to their credits right here. Uh, they're, wow. they don't have, they do not have much. This seems to be like their first, uh, their first big, their first big boy, if you want to call it that. Wow. Their first, their this first, is... uh, project, I like guess, studio project. Let's just say that.
0: God damn it. And, and, and Ryan, you say I'm dramatic. Wow. There is garbage working on this. It
2: means nothing. It <laughs> means nothing. I was disgusted when I walked out of the theater.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tell me my opinion's not valid. This is ridiculous. This movie's shit.
1: It's hard to disagree with you, but at the same part like that, I I was going into this expecting exactly this. Just, just a fun little romp. Don't worry about it. Let's just get some, some, some silly antics, uh, maybe a shotgun to the face and that's what happened. Hell, hell we even got uh the it ended with uh, with a bang, I guess you could say.
0: Nice.
2: I was actually curious if they were like if they were going to do a fake out and it, there's no like she ended up surviving and nothing happened.
0: Right, that it was all in her head. She was just dreaming it or something. Well, no, no, no.
2: no. That like the family they believed in this story so much that this mythology of their their origins and all and, and all that that they bought in hook, line, and sinker. That you have to sacrifice something to Mr. LaBelle. and then no one, because the last they say the last time that they played hide and seek, the they killed Helene's uh, new husband, Aunt Helene's new husband. Yeah. And so um, Grace would have been the first person to survive hide and seek that any of these people would have seen, and so if she had survived. Um, just nothing happens like they don't explode the, the you know Mr. Le Bail doesn't doesn't you know get his payment or he doesn't he doesn't repay them for their failures just nothing
0: happens Ryan you just did something that the people who made this movie didn't do you have a thought
1: Oh jeez, now you're going full uh full hate mode here
0: Guys this is junk food I mean Ryan had a thought he just sat there and pulled something out of his ass for 5 seconds and it's it not sounds trying to a be lot better.
1: More than that, though, Jordan. Like it's exactly what it, you know. This was one shot in a house. What other scenes were there besides the outside and the intro scenes? There, but there, you know, maybe a studio scene. This is this is a house. This is, you know, filmed. I guarantee this probably took six weeks.
0: Oh, more, more than likely, Eric. I, I look. I understand what you're saying, Eric. It's just my hate towards this. It's just like. It just, it just, it just felt like it was copycatting off of things that's already been done, that's been more successful, and I feel that I'm speaking for the masses who did not go out and see this for for pretty much for the 16 million that it made, for the 13 million that I made, because it's just dumb. There's no thought. I mean, like, I mean, there's no rock. You know, like we. We were, we were, we were raping Hobbs and Shaw a few weeks ago, but at least it had some, some rock in it, right? Something, <laughs> something had a
1: rock in it, Jordan. Would that make you
0: give me something? This had no name Hollywood actors that I could watch and like, I mean, I have to have something to be invested into it. And if you are not like an early nineties, Tarantino, Early Brian Singer, Brian De Palma, what the fuck ever independent filmmaker you want to jerk off to before they were famous? This ain't it. It's just, it's just it's just shit. It's just junk food shit.
1: All right. Well, do you want to go into the reviews then?
0: I already gave my review. No bag. Right there. I was giving it off right at the bat. This is a no bag. I I feel that the filmmakers were like, guess what? We're gonna rip off tag and we're gonna rip off uh get out. That's what we're gonna do. This is the movie. Uh, Ryan just pulled a better ending out of his ass in a few seconds ago compared to what the writers did for this, who have no fucking credit, uh, who worked on Wrong Turn. Congratulations. I remember my first beer. I, I, ju- I mean, it's just it's junk food. It's shit. Uh, probably the top five worst films I've seen for Movie Guys Podcast this God, year, 2019. Damn, Jordan. Probably. Uh, Ao being number one still for 2019, but this one's this one's definitely up there top five. Like this is this is this makes me angry. This is stupid.
1: A-O. So, was that that one that that's that kind of Earth last people on Earth movie that we saw?
0: Yeah, it was that last people on Earth movie we saw in January where the girls like you know trying to figure out how to survive and shit. Yeah, and, yeah. Oh yeah, the yeah.
1: yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. It's, yeah, this is in that same realm. It's just it's just it's it's, it's bullshit. Uh, don't waste your time fans this is a no bag uh what a shitty movie to get into the holiday here no bags whatsoever ryan what's your popcorn rating for ready or not
2: we got a large bag
0: fuck you because you're lying (laughs) you're fucking lying you piece of shit that shit i'm not lying i've been
2: defending the movie against you you, the entire show you
0: cannot sit here First of all, if you're a part of the movie guys verse now, you have to understand here. Now you are comparing this to it chapter one. You're comparing this to I'm not. Uh, Star Wars. I mean, all of the films that we I'm have not. given a large bag to. This is in the same I'm ballpark. I'm not.
2: I'm not comparing it them. To I'm putting man, it. I'm putting it in it. the in the same grouping, I guess. But Jordan. Jordan, it's a review show. It's an opinion. Opinions are subjective. The things I find enjoyable about it, you certainly don't. So I mean, that's, that's basically what it boils down to. Um there are issues. I have issues with this movie, but um like I th- talked about at the start where kind of the backstory doesn't quite make sense to me. Um, th- there's some jarring tonal shifts at certain points in the movie. I'm not a fan of the opening. I don't think they needed that. I think it, I think it would have been better would have been better in the long run if they hadn't either moved that opening scene where you see Daniel trying to protect Alex from the first game of hide and seek to somewhere, uh, further in the movie or just gotten rid of it entirely. I think that uh, I would have, I think that would have been better, but things overall, it's funny. I enjoyed myself watching this movie. Um, the kills for the most part are really good. The, 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 the bit where she punches that little fucking kid in the face. That was really fun. Georgie. Um, or, yeah. Georgie, yeah. Um,
0: His name is Georgie. It reference continues. Fuck that kid.
2: <laughs> um, I think Samara Weaving is really good. I like. I, I really enjoyed how she played Grace. Um, uh, the movie doesn't take itself too seriously. The central idea is is inherently strange in of itself, where it's an R-rated horror movie where they're just gonna play hide and seek all night. And and I think the way the character of Grace is written. Uh, leading into that and the way that Samara Weaving performs it is really great. I think she's, I think Smart Weaving is, is going to be maybe not huge in the next couple years, but she's probably going to break out. I think she's probably going to be a face people are going to know.
1: The Babysitter was pretty, it was, it was a fun movie. I liked, I liked Babysitter. She's going to be also in Bill and Ted Face the Music.
0: Thank you. I'm excited for that one. There you go. As, yeah, uh, no.
1: Thea Preston, so I'd imagine that she's Bill's. Or Ted, Ted, Theater Logan, Bill S. Preston Esquire. Yeah, Bill's uh, wife, sister, kid, something. I don't know.
2: Yeah, no. I think like overall, going going into this, I I, I had only heard like I would only heard of this movie or seen anything of this movie. I think it was the pre- uh, they played a preview on Hobbs and Shaw, and that was the first time I had seen anything. And it that trailer for, in front of that movie. It might have been. Yeah, the trailer for that movie it got me. Uh, hooked into wanting to go see it. So, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this a large bag.
0: Wow. So, you, so Eric, before we continue, um, you will see this time and time again for the years of Movie Guys podcast, as long as Ryan's un- involved here. Uh, he will do things just to piss me off, and he will deny it. He will say, no, I'm not. I legitimately think this deserves a large bag. I'll be like, no, you fucking really don't, because I know what you like in movies. He's got to go, no. It's a it's a large bag. So sure, I think you're gonna set
1: goes. yourself up here for when I say that I I. Eric, want...
0: what is your what is your large bag? Let me hear your large bag bullshit. Go ahead. Let listen, me hear listen.
1: It. I I want to give this a large bag, but I'm gonna go ahead and give it a medium with a bunch of extra toppings on it because I feel I okay only because of camera work uh, on this. I think that there are a lot of scenes that they could not have done that with. Um there are some parts they do uh, um not like not your your stable shot not your planted shot camera where they actually do like follow hand camera shots not like you know what i mean like not like shaky cam but yeah. there's it's it's unstable and you can tell that it's it's in movement and it it there are some parts where it didn't need to be there especially like for the sake of building tension it really didn't seem to it just seemed kind of like that was the one shot that they had and they just kind of had the extra scene. They edited it into yeah. it. I think that's just kind of what that was to make it to fill it a half hour or hour and a half there. Um, but listen, like I, I knew what this movie was going to be. I don't often go into a movie with expectation, but this movie completed the expectation. It it didn't go out of its of its own idea of itself. Yeah. It knew that it was going to be just silly. It was just there for the for the gunplay, for the for the gore. There wasn't actually. I wouldn't even say there was a whole lot of gore in this.
0: No, was, uh, there wasn't. There
1: wasn't. I mean, you had some some nice little close-up special effects, like uh, maybe a shotgun to the face. Uh, you had a, a nice some nice stabs. You had, you know, and then again, everyone blowing up at the end. You had some some good kills in this, but. Um, story wise it was a little ridiculous and that and that's fine I would like to see more games I think that'd be pretty cool if uh, or more of that black box, black magic box that'd be pretty cool but listen I, I had a fun time with this I don't think that you can make this into a sequel without it being even more ridiculous but it, it ridiculous seems to, to sell this movie made its money back uh, so yeah, it's 16 million so obviously it 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 worked for uh, the low scale that it is. I wouldn't even expect this movie to be in theaters. This seems like a straight-to-DVD release.
0: It seems like a Netflix Hulu movie.
1: Yeah, exactly. And um, it's fine. It worked. Uh, I agree with you, Ryan. Samara Weaving, I think... I'll actually go ahead and say carried the movie for me. Um, Because all the other characters just seem to be in the same character. They're all in the same family, and so you fit... The mold of that same family they don't care about each other they're all selfish they're all you know so her being the main character for me kind of carried the movie listen i enjoyed the movie uh am I a hurry to, ro- to watch this again no uh, i'm not and will i go around and just tell everybody on the street up and down hey you stop what you're doing go see this movie no i'm not gonna say that either but if you're looking for something to do on a friday night then i think this is what it is jordan you do you say this is like more like the teeny like a date movie, I would yeah I would yeah. agree, I'm kind of in the same realm of like uh, what's it? Uh, um, my buddy Valentine or House of Wax, mm. uh, there you go, you know kind of like these these silly movies you know, mm-hmm. I get what you're saying I, I put it into that this is a kind of a date movie, it's, um, it's a date for, movie yeah for, you know for the younger crowd so that that's really what it is but I, I enjoyed it it was it was silly it was fun. That's what it is. Uh, I, Hey, you know, I'm gonna give it a large bag. Actually, I, I would say medium. With all, with, god. with all the shit on it, but I, I just had fun with it, man. I really did.
0: Oh my god! I just muted myself because I was screaming "fuck." Jordan, sure, you know, my...
1: it's because I just had a good time with the movie. Like, you know, it's a it's a dumb movie. You you didn't as like it professional because professional critics, movie. you guys, I, as for. Prof- you didn't like it because it's a dumb movie. I think Ryan and I enjoyed it because it was a dumb movie.
0: Yeah, but as professional critics, you guys cannot sit here and honestly and think that this movie deserves a large bag. You guys are professional fucking critics for God's sake. If sakes. you want
1: to break down the technicalities of it, or come or, on, guys, this shit you, I just told you right now that like the camera work was was not the greatest in this fucking movie. The the character development is shit. Throughout this entire fucking movie, okay, the plot holes are written. A gave you a few already, right there too. But uh, listen, it kept the tone. The lighting in the house was fantastic. That kind of that, that darker kind of glim, uh, almost a uh, candle, uh, tone lighting of the house. It it was able to build the uh, the tension really well. You had a lot of corner scenes where it was like, "What's going on there?" Bumping the night scenes, like it it worked for what it was trying to do. But it wasn't trying to be anything more than that, Jordan. And I think that's why you're disappointed with it.
0: I guess so. I just, I, you know, it's just, you know, I know next week just because it's going to be amazing, not because of my opinion, but just because of what the critics are already saying. It chapter two is going to be a large bag, probably across the board. And when you guys give this a large bag, it's like, are you, are you, are you, are you, are you fucking kidding me? I mean, this is not (laughs) fair.
2: I'm going to be more critical of it too, because I have, I've seen it. Chapter one, I have, uh, knowledge going into it. I've seen the trailers and the, the novel. It is in my, like my top is one of my favorite books of all time. So I'm going to be more critical of that because I have preconceived expectations. I had nothing, nothing for this, except for seeing that one trailer thinking that looks like a fun time.
0: This is why I hate Ryan Eric, uh, because he always somehow makes me think of opposite things that I think. I don't like that. Ah, uh, god damn it! <laughs> so
1: I, I feel thank like you. you're shitting on a on a on a high schooler movie.
0: I am. I am. I am. Hey, hey, hey! You know, like I said, I remember my first beer. Just you know, good try. <laughs> I feel like, um, and, I, feel know, like
1: Jordan, I feel like Jordan. I you go to the playground and you just punch kids on the swing. <laughs>
0: I mean, haven't you ever done that? It's fun. Look, if these guys got on to do, if these guys went on to do Happy Death Day 3 and they did something fun with it, then fine. Because I like Happy Death Day 1 and 2. I think it's a fun new mix of the genre. It's just this, they add anything new to it. I get what you're saying, Ryan, and I hate that you always make me think like that and it pisses me off, but I've dealt with it for a decade, so I guess I have to move on with my life. But... um yeah, that's my two cents. So everybody, thank you so much for listening to this most recent movie guys podcast. Next week, though, you will not be hearing from us. We are going to take the week off for Labor Day. It's going to be our uh, week off to spend time with our family and to get ready to prepare for it. Chapter two today. I had a half day, so uh, I was able to watch the it chapter one today. And I am so excited, uh, Ryan. Believe it or not, it is the only Stephen King book I have read from front to back, and I do not agree with you. We'll talk about it later after the show. Uh, that is th- that book's a mess. So, you can read. Fuck you is the thing. So, uh, really excited for it here. We have a we have a jam packed September for everybody, and also. Since all of you guys have downloaded it this past few weeks here, call it in the ring with myself and Ryan and Elise. We'll be back in just a few short weeks for our follow-up to uh, the Clash of the Champions episode coming up for the pay-per-view. Uh, you guys downloaded the hell out of SummerSlam. We appreciated that. So we'll be coming back with Clash of the Champions coming here your way very soon. Thank you so much for downloading us. Check, Make sure to check us out at movieguyspodcast.com. Movieguyspodcast.podbean.com on iTunes, on uh Spotify, on uh on iHeartRadio, It's search for Movie Guys Podcast on Instagram and on Twitter, on Facebook, just for Movie Guys Podcast. And you'll find all the shows that we do with this one, including a lot of archives that we have. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. We'll be back in two weeks for it chapter two. Have a good night.